Welcome back to another episode of GOTC Podcast. We don't have a name for it. That's <laughs> the Ghost on the Coast Podcast. That's that's that's, it. A, that's a mouthful. So just GOTC Podcast. I mean, whatever you whatever you think. Or you're, you're, you're the tech uh, guru and figuring all that stuff out. So whatever you think. Episode four. Yep, this is episode four. Uh, we took a three-year gap, not by anyone's fault, just lives kind of took over and we all got super busy. I mean, even now, we only investigate like two, three hours at a time when we can get together. Right. Um, if you don't know us by now, you should. I'm Pat Osborne. This is Greg Casciano. I am the video editor and... I'm the one filming everything, and you should know who Greg is historian lead guy in every video. In 195 <laughs> uh, videos, yeah. So you should definitely know who that is, uh, but we're just going to kick this off with the normal routine and um, just explain to you and talk to you about what has been going on in our investigations that we've been doing here. So recently we've had a lot of activity. You can go back and look at the last three episodes that we've posted. It's been very active here, all in the tower room. So I'm going to let Greg explain what all of that is unfolding to be or could become. Well, what what's happened recently is uh, Patty acquired a, uh, it's called an EMF tripwire. And this is something you could see in our last few videos. I think at some point I say it's 20 feet long. It's actually 36 feet long. I think it has 20 sensors built into it. So it's just a really long cord, EMF sensors, um, and they don't all go off at the same time. If something triggers one, they just go off one at a time if something is nearby. And this is so much more effective than a regular, just standard K2 meter, which is like, you know, looks like a TV remote or a phone, uh, because you can drape it on a bookcase, you can drape it on a staircase, a banister, you can lay it on the floor, and this gives you a, a 36-foot radius to see if there's paranormal activity and it starts out with the color purple gradually works its way up through blue green yellow and then red and i think there's a uh, aqua in in there as well in addition to blue what even is aqua uh aqua oh aqua 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 what did i say aqua. Aqua. what did i say <laughs> you, you like said, this aqua <laughs> you said aqua aqua i was like what the heck is aqua with aqua i don't know aqua 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 Alqua? What is it? It's aqua. <laughs> aqua. That's what I, I asked you. What the hell is from, aqua? From taking Italian classes, la aqua, which is uh, water. So whatever. Okay, a shade. Another there are two shades of blue that are on this tripwire. And once we get the rest of our team and all the different accents and everything, I like, uh, especially with Patty, <laughs> oh, uh, everybody's accents all over. So aqua, colored, uh, and it goes up to red. And so it's great because you can sit, you know, in one area of the room and you don't have to be glued to this one little device. You can see it go from afar. And usually when we use this device, uh, only one or two will light up like the, the bookcase behind us. We'll drape it on the shelves. And, you know, you ask your standard questions to so the spirits, give us a sign that you're here, make the thing light up. Uh, sometimes it will light up in reaction. Sometimes there's no reaction at all. But two episodes ago, we had it laying on the floor in the downstairs uh, from the base of the stairs in the foyer to basically where I was sitting in the parlor. And uh, Patty, you're going to see in the video, if you watch it, Patty walks across it to go get something in the kitchen. Christian's filming. 
Uh, he, he's not even really aiming at anything in particular. We were doing a spirit box session. He's just sitting there like this, hoping to get audio, but he happened to be aiming directly at that tripwire, and the entire cord goes off. Of course, the one time I'm not there. He wasn't there. He was on his way there. Uh, you just you missed it yeah. by like 20 minutes. Uh, but the entire cord, every single sensor goes off. Now, if you're watching in real time, it's very difficult to see because it's like, I think it's only, it all happens in two seconds. But if you slow it down, and we posted screenshots on our Facebook and our Instagram, if you slow it down and look at the screenshots, every single sensor goes off, and it manages to go through every single color in the spectrum, including aqua, <laughs> that goes off, and all in two seconds. And it was, it was incredible. Now, when, when it happens in the video, like, you would think we would be very excited. One, I'm sitting there like, oh, wow, like that whole thing went off. Patty, of course, who it's her wire. She didn't see it because she she's in the kitchen. Uh, we so, have so many clips of her walking over it and being out of the room and it lighting up. Yeah. She's never there for it. She'll leave. She'll go downstairs. Bam, lights up. But she's she's in the kitchen, and Christian doesn't really react. He just goes, oh, I think, you know, Patty's walking might have caused it, yeah. but... Uh, motion does not do anything. In fact, you can you can tap it, you can uh, even pick it up. The only thing will happen if you um, if you touch the power supply yeah. and you move that. That triggers a few of them to go off. But her walking, she doesn't touch the wire, and she's she's out of the frame for like ten seconds or so. Yeah, she's out of there for a few seconds. And if you do watch the whole clip, I do add it. Um, you will see Greg touching it, moving it, and explaining to you how. Him physically touching it will not make it go off. So that's a very important part to be like, oh, it's because you walked over it or somebody touched it. But seeing that he's actually touching it, it and it doesn't go off proves that something made it go off that was not a human in that room. And, and that's why it was important for me to immediately... Go on there, show on camera, okay, look, I'm touching it, I'm moving it. And then Christian added later on that he would have reacted much more differently if he realized that motion or movement does not trigger it. Because this was oh, such yeah. an incredible moment to think that on most investigations, we're happy if we get our K2 meter go to red yep. like once. One single meter in one stationary position. This was whatever caused this to go off. So if you're into the paranormal, if you're a paranormal investigator yourself watching it, what could have the energy to trigger a 36-foot-long display, um, blast outburst, of blast of energy, thir 36 feet from the base of the stairs to where I am sitting? And like I said, <laughs> Patrick wasn't there. He was on his way. <laughs> Patty left the room. Roy is sitting <laughs> two feet away on his phone playing solitaire, as he usually does on our, our investigations. He's very good with the Estes method. But he, yeah. aside from that, he he's likes like the to... He's the only one it works for. Yeah, he just he gets them. He shouts them out. Uh, but aside from that, he likes to just hang out and, and play his games on the computer. Uh, and his wife, Joanne, one of our main investigators, uh, you know, she, she is there as well. She's off to the side. I don't think she's in the frame. But it's all happening, and, like, Part, I mean, I saw it and Christian saw it, and that was about it. And that's why there's no, like, oh, my God, reaction when it went off. Because, I mean, I say something, but everybody else is either not looking or yeah. not in the room. So there's that. And that's why you look at it, if you're not really in a paranormal, you may 
look and you see a bunch of lights go off and think, all right, like that's that's great. Like what's the big deal? But we're telling you it is a big deal because it doesn't happen often, no. hardly ever. It is one of those too good to be true moments. It's like you want something spectacular to happen and all of a sudden something spectacular happens, but you're like, there's no way that could happen to us. Out of all the times we've been here doing things, all the videos that we have, the EVPs, or I should say lack of EVPs and lack of evidence mm -hmm. on while <laughs> filming, that all of a sudden this big burst comes out of nowhere while filming, you, your immediate reaction is that it's fake. Mm -hmm. Even being the investigator. Right. Watching that, even I was like, oh, that's really cool. But I was like, there's, there's no way. And I, I watched it secondhand. They showed me the video as soon as I got there. And after seeing the end where Greg's explaining it, I was like, wait, wait, play that back again. Play that back again. Yeah. Play it back again. And you see everything go off. And I was like, holy crap. Like, that really just and, happened. And you know it's not fake because Roy's, <laughs> no, Roy's not an care. actor. Nobody's like an actor in a And in, nobody in a cared what happened. But two, two things uh, to go off of what you just said. The first would be, a too good to be true moment. And a lot of what we do as investigators is we debunk. And I, I give lectures on the paranormal. We've done many videos, past podcasts where we we are skeptics, first and foremost. We're we're skeptical of things people tell us and we meet a lot oh, of people because we host a lot of events here. It's mainly Patty and Joanne um, that host the different paranormal groups here at the Strauss Mansion. But we meet a lot of people. I kept thinking of and, me and your knee, but it's no, the my uh, yeah, the no, this sturdy table here uh but we meet so many people and everybody has a story to tell you and, and it's like okay that's great you know we, we we like to hear stories but we're very skeptical but we are also skeptical of our own stuff mm -hmm. if we get something that like that tripwire going off and you look at it and you go is this really possible uh so on a later investigation we went down into the basement just to see is there anything built into the the floor that could cause this to go off. And, and there's like hardly, and there's no wiring down there. Um, we've had that wire there hours upon hours, and this was the only time it went off. We even tried uh, make seeing if the AC or heating unit came on, if that could trigger enough electricity to cause this, but it's not even anywhere near where that unit is. And so something like that happens, and it's not too good to be true. It actually is true, but it's one of those things that's it's very rare. And then following up on what you said, at least you were there for the second one that happened, yes. which you're going to see in our most recent episode. Same place on the floor, but a different investigation maybe two or three weeks later. Different conversation, too. Yeah. And it, it wasn't... So in that first clip, I wasn't there for it, but nobody asked anything. No one was trying to interact or anything. And the it just went box off. was just running. Yeah. The second time, we were explaining... Or Greg was explaining about... October 2014, and one went off. In the video, you can see one goes off. And then we're like, oh, wow, thank you. And then he's like, uh, I think I said, um, do you remember that? What yeah, are you here you for? Did, yeah. And then the almost every single light went off. I think there were three that didn't. Right. Which I tried slowing it down enough to where you can see it all without making it too slow. And Because when it gets too slow, it's just warps everything around so i tried making it as slow as possible so you can actually see all the lights changing and they'll be up on the screen for a little bit because what you see is exactly what we see it happens so fast 
that if you're not paying attention, you have no idea which light it actually was. Right. So, it, like, getting it on video is the best way to slow that down and be like, wow, look at that. There's blue, there's green, there's yellow, there's red, like what happened in the first one. You, you can't even tell how many lights go off when it happens in no. the moment, especially if it's dark. And, like, say, yeah. <laughs> you know, they all light up. You can't really tell. Did two or three light up? Did the whole thing go off? Because all you see is this flash of light. And so, obviously, getting things documented on camera is very important to the paranormal because, yes. you know, we have a lot of ghost stories we tell here at the mansion on tours, at my lectures, in, in past episodes that we don't have on video. But at some point, with the amount of filming we do, people are going to be like, okay, when, when is this going to be captured on camera? And for me to tell a tour, oh, yeah, our whole strand of lights went off. It's like, oh, that's wonderful. But to show them the video... Um, it, it's a little bit better. And so lately here, it, like we have nights that are very hit or miss. Yeah. It's always been like that. There's nights we sit here and we just can't wait to leave because there's nothing going on. And then there's nights where tripwire goes off. We have this new, uh, well, new for us, fixation on the desk in the tower room, Yep. which other paranormal groups have come in here in the last two years. And some of them come in and they want to hear stories. They want to tour. Uh, usually they all want the history, but some of them want to hear the ghost stories, and others do not. They, they want to come in and, and do a total cold investigation. They don't want to know what rooms are hot spots. They don't want to know if any objects have activity associated with them. But the elementary school desk in the third floor tower room, group after group on their investigations managed to have activity around that desk. And they determined first it was a little girl, then it was a little boy. I don't know if they got any names I can't remember I if Patty no said there was any names, but, and, and this is something that we obviously didn't tell them, hey, look, the desk, this has a lot of activity around it, because we have never in nine years been, uh, you know, looking at that desk going, oh, let's investigate this old desk. Yeah, every other group was always <laughs> getting stuff, but anytime we tried it, nothing. Even when we were in there, nothing ever came up about the desk. We but started, all of a sudden, uh, groups come in, they're like, oh, this desk, this desk, and we're like, Huh, that's funny. We've never gotten anything at this desk, so why is it all of a sudden now being so popular? Right, we've done the tower room so many times. We only started to focus on the desk, I think, uh, December of last year. There's a video we have that I shot before we switched formats of us investigating around the desk. So now we're coming up on one year, and we didn't really get much on that one, but lately the desk has been buzzing. I mean, it's been crazy. The lights have been going off around it, the K2 meters... Um, the dynamic between the couple of spirits that I keep hearing things out in the hallway. Right? I don't know if you'll hear it pick up. Oh, I don't think it'll pick it up. And it's definitely going to hear this. This thing is like <clears throat> really going with. Uh, yeah, we are recording this in, in two different places. So I'm going to put this on the ground. Um, yeah, I was wondering That's if that. so loud. Hopefully, you got. It won't really affect uh, <sighs> the three people that will be uh, listening to this. This is like annoyingly loud, though. But, um, yeah, so we've been getting different voices, uh, spirit, child named Donald being one of them, and then Steve. And it's just, like, all of a sudden, like, where were these spirits the last nine years? I mean, that desk has been there for, I mean, who knows how long. Um, but if you, if you watch the last couple of episodes, you can really hear some clear, emphatic uh, children. 
actually saying responses and, and answering with their name. Like I said, Donald, there was a Thomas. I think the Thomas one was the one that was so loud and so clear that we all yeah. looked at each other like, wow, we never heard we, something we that heard clear before. We heard it with our own ears, which was great. I don't know what's going on. I can't see anything. Okay, so we're back. You're going to notice there was a little bit of an interruption in this podcast. That's because we heard little little noises coming from behind us, and we figured we would uh, go take a look. And while we were walking down the hallway, we heard like more than like a creaking sound, yeah. kind of like a bump, bump, bump sound. Like hoping the camera steps. caught it because I'll add that in if it did. Yeah. So what were we talking? It's kind of Yeah. So what were we talking about before the uh, the spirits here uh, interrupted us? Um, we were talking about how we didn't really get much evidence with the desk, mm -hmm. but everyone else was. And it wasn't until the last three mm -hmm. investigations we've, done, we've been doing that it's sped up a little bit and we're getting more evidence. And I think we were going over names. Donald, probably the... Donald We've been getting, uh, Donald, his name has come through twice. Um, I think it's been more than twice. Or two two different investigations, yeah. right? So several times within the two investigations. And then Steve, Steve is just, even if you watch our, um, our live, yeah, I guess our, just our live Yeah, our live investigation, it, yeah. Um, it's probably going to be hard to hear. That's where you guys come in. You guys get to have your own experience of being the editor, I guess, if you will, and listen back and see what you can find. But with our own ears, over and over and over and over again, Steve, Steve, Steven, mm. Steve. And we're just like, is this a good guy? Is this a bad guy? Uh, we don't know. But I don't know if it was this last episode or the episode before. You can kind of piece together when... I was editing it that it almost sounded like he wasn't that good of a guy. Mm. Yeah. I remember we had that feeling that he yeah. was like blocking Donald from coming through. Yeah. Cause we were getting uh, so many like child voices, like high pitched voices. So cold. And it, it's getting colder in here. I'm freezing all this. This is not for the camera, by the way. No. Like, we're, 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 we're doing, um, you know, really tell. filming yeah. sessions here. I don't and, even and know if you could see that. It's probably gone now, but hair standing up. Yeah. Well, I, I'm not like freezing right now. I'm. I mean, it's chilly in here, but I mean, maybe something is listening in. They want to. I don't. My back is. What's you might end up getting an EVP on there. Like, who knows? That'd be awesome. Uh, how many years ago was it? We were doing a a vlog episode in here. We we're actually facing. We were sitting that way with our backs to the wall. Uh, and a shadow moves camp. behind us. It was well, yeah, one of the afternoons after we filmed it. I think that was like 2015? Maybe. maybe. Couldn't know. Uh, I don't know. Or 16 summer or 2016. 16. Yeah. Because uh, the shirt that I was wearing, I got my freshman year of high school. Okay. And it's fairly new. And this, this something moved. A huge Shadow. Not dark shadow, but something, and it was actually one of our one of our viewers actually yeah. said, "Hey, at the whatever minute mark, there there's something moving behind you." And we 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 amped up the audio. There's like no passing cars, something that could cause a reflection or anything. Not that we could hear anyway. Yeah. Um. I mean, shadows happen here frequently, 
But yeah, if you see us react to something, it's not to be dramatic and go, oh my God, did you hear that? It, it's because we might have actually heard something. Now, was that paranormal that we heard before? I, I don't know. Might have been the house settling, but it, it sounded like a distinct footstep yeah. or, or movement. Um, and, you know, it's funny. We start talking about Donald and the desk, and now we're getting some activity. And for, for as, as far as we know, Donald is a, a child. He's good. Yep. There's a Thomas that we don't really know yeah, much don't about. Know but this Steve character is, a, is an older figure, maybe, maybe an adult, maybe just an older child. I, I don't know. Um, but it's like Donald was coming through and talking to us. And this is all stuff that's on our YouTube through the spirit box. Uh, and when we say talking to us and we're speaking to, we are not psychics. None of us are psychics on the team. No. Um, it's all through our devices, just to make that clear. It make life a lot easier. Yeah, and it does make life a lot easier. Um, so we're getting these voices, and then all of a sudden Steve comes on, and that was it for everybody else. It was like just Steve, Steve, Steve. And what you, you mentioned, like hearing his name over and over again, the other word we kept hearing over and over again on the last two investigations was the F-bomb. And it was, I swear, it was the night that we filmed the, the first time the tripwire went off. It was before you came. We had about maybe 45 minutes of filming. Right. And we must have gotten the F-bomb 20 or 25 times. Uh, and now, granted, in the moment, there's a lot of one-syllable words that come yeah. through that, you know, it sounds like the F-bomb, but it might not be. And then you listen to it again, and you're like, oh, no, they didn't say that. But... These were clear. We actually had to edit it out of the of the broadcast. I you, cut so much video out. You left one in with it, like kind of bleeped. You had like we're trying to keep this PG thirteen. Yeah. You know, you're allowed one f bomb, and that's <laughs> it. Yeah. So I left one in. Not a... that it really matters, but we're we also don't want this to be like nothing but vulgarity. Right, and and there's a lot of. Uh... Groups that we post our videos to that are no profanity. Uh, now, granted, is somebody going to watch through 10 minutes of a YouTube video and go, ah, they, they said the F word, <laughs> uh, we're going to report them? Probably not, but uh, we, we do try to keep this relatively family-friendly. Uh, but as we explained in some of our earlier episodes, it's actually really good for paranormal evidence if you're getting curse yeah. words through the spirit box because a lot of skeptics out there think the spirit box, which is just scanning AM or FM frequencies, the words you're getting they claim are just radio words. But if you're getting an F-bomb coming through, you're not allowed to curse on the radio. I mean, I'm sure some have slipped through and they get heavily fined for it. But if you're getting 20 to 30, I think at one point we said it was about 35 by the end of the night, F-bombs in one investigation. And I never did a count. I meant to. We, I, I thought Christian had said it was like it was over 30. Because at one point oh, we were was. at 20-something, and then a couple hours went by. And it was literally like one after the other after the other. We're standing there filming. Like, There's another one. There's another one. And, and like nothing bad was happening to us. We don't know. Were they angry? Were they toying with us? It wasn't like uh, F you and, and then like, you know, something flew off the uh, off the shelf or anything. Yeah. It, was, it, it just was just the word. That's it. Nothing else just was it. F. And we were getting a lot more than just that. There were a lot of other words coming through, like, some of them, you listen to and you're like, there's no way that that's how they're speaking right now. Right. Because you're like, <clears throat> you don't even want, to, if you speak that way to somebody, they're going to look at you like you're nuts. And some of this, I looked through it and I listened back and I'm like, 
this is ridiculous. Like, I don't know if it's towards us. I don't know if it's towards another spirit. But right. I'm like, one, I can't use it. Two, I'd love to use all of it because, one, it's great evidence. Right. But two, it's like, how often are you getting cursed out by something you can't see? It, it has happened yeah. on investigations where they have directly said oh. F you. Uh, but in this case, the last couple of investigations, it hasn't been. And what we have really learned, and if you if you watch a lot of our older not even the older videos, more of the older podcasts, which are now available, our first three from our first, yeah, our first three from a few years ago. Actually, no, it's four, the first four from a few years ago. Um, there's a lot of talk about our philosophy and our methods, and a lot has changed in the last three years. We have gotten older, we have grown as investigators, new methods, new technology. Um, I mean, we've always been skeptical, but especially now, uh, with the, I was with 19. the, yeah, you were now you've graduated college since then. I mean, like everything has changed. I, 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 it, it's it's insane that that much time has passed. But yeah. we have a newfound skepticism, which I, I was going to say we've always been skeptical. But I think even now, because we recorded that during COVID, before that we didn't interact with a lot of groups, and then during COVID we didn't interact with anybody. But since COVID, yeah. we have met so many people, good and bad people that we have enjoyed meeting and people that we have not. And my October of this year, which I had more lectures and events than any other October in my life, 19 talks in 36 days. I met even more people that had stories and listening to stories. And there's a, a writing project I'm working on, which is uh, examining local legends and lore and, and reading some of this and going, that can't be, that can't be real. And so now we are bringing this newfound skepticism to debunk like our own stuff when necessary. And, you know, it's important to note that when we post a video, it's been analyzed. Patrick has, you know, sped it up, slowed it down, paused it, you know, over and over again, trying to find or what we assume or think is the right words that are coming through. And just know that. <laughs> We get about two to three hours of video, or I film about two to three hours of video because I don't stop rolling at any any moment. Like As soon as we start, we're going, walking to the next room, our weird little conversations we have in between, everything gets recorded. <laughs> All of our candid moments, too, yeah. Because you never know when something's going to happen. What we used to do is something would happen, then we'd record, and then nothing would happen, and that was the episode of just explaining what happened. And yeah. it's like, it's not... Like, it's good enough for us because we know it happened. We've mm -hmm. seen it happen. We've heard it happen. But somebody watching, they're going, when is it going to happen? And then it doesn't happen. Right. And, and we would just, like, kind of anticlimactic. We but, would pick up from when it happened and go, okay, we were just five minutes ago. This yeah. uh, this happened. and But those videos, some of them, we get a ton. And it'll be, like, a 14-minute video. Like, our first episode... We weren't even plan our first episode of the season, I should say. We weren't even planning on filming, but we got that audible lullaby. Yeah. So which is it, which is nuts that that even happened. We could talk about that when you're when you're done. True. Which then after that, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna film because what what else is gonna happen? That was too perfect, too amazing of evidence to get, and I didn't. I wasn't filming. I was like, oh great. But Patty had her. Recorder going, yep. we played it back, you could hear it, it's in the video, it's there, but I recorded about two, two and a half hours of that night to get about a six minute video, and that six minute video took me probably around 18 hours of editing to get it down to that. 
mainly because of how difficult the spirit box responses can be. Oh, Mets. Dude, you have no idea how many I actually cut out because I'm mm. like, and we sound like idiots sometimes. Yeah, when you, we think we hear We're like, oh it my say gosh, something. It says and... Jacob. Like the one I added in, which I, I didn't want to because it really makes Patty sound stupid. <laughs> but <laughs> when it, it says Hunter and she's like, Vincent? And I was like, I thought it said Hunter. But like in the video, you can clearly hear it says Hunter. Moments like that, yeah. like, we'll get it so wrong, and I'm like, wow, we weren't even close. It's so funny, Patty, who will be watching this, Patrick will text me and be like, does, does Patty need a hearing aid? Like, she just heard this and this, and it was this and this, but we, we've all made that mistake. And there's some videos where we all say, oh, that just said whatever it was. Then we listen to it again, and it's, <laughs> it's like, what? Where did we get that from? It's so off. Or you listen back, and you're like... It's just mumbles. Like, yeah. it's not even actual words. I don't even think you can define it as a sound. Well, I, like, I, it's just something. I try to tell people that when you're doing a spirit box session, whether you're seasoned investigators or not, you, you know, you're excited. You're in the moment. Yep. You're filming. There's meters on the wall. There's stuff on the table. The spirit box is spitting out all this noise. And sometimes you just, you know, you can't really focus. Yeah. And that's why, you know, the way the new structure, there was just a click out in the hallway. Um, there is this, this new structure to our episodes where Patrick has timestamp, not timestamp, but uh, put captions on the screen. Before that, we used to just timestamp the responses. Um, and I'm very happy to have given the editing. I mean, I didn't edit at all. That's what we, that's, that was the problem <laughs> with the first few seasons is that we just posted the straight up raw footage, which I honestly... Uh, I'm glad we we had that because we were also showing people, look, you know, here's a five minute piece of our investigation, couple little things, but not much. Yeah. But all, showing people the reality that some investigations you get absolutely nothing, and you know, we're still going to post our footage, and some some of those videos with nothing get tons of hits, and some get none at all. Um, but just trying to give people a realistic, accurate portrayal of what investigations like when you see or five hours condensed into six minutes and there's stuff happening, you know, one thing after another, it, it's, it seems really fun. It's interesting, but it's also kind of like entertainment to make it like we're cutting this for you so that, you know, nobody has time to sit there and watch hours worth of footage. You get the um, best of what we, we captured. Right. It's, it's like our best moments of the night because it's, it's just too much. Like it, it, because I'm working, it takes me days, if not weeks to edit some of this stuff. So if it's taking me that long to sit through it, to listen and figure out what it's mm -hmm. saying, what is that like for you? It's going to most likely be the exact same experience. Right. And sometimes I really enjoy it and other times I don't because I'm listening to the same minute <laughs> 50 times trying to figure out what it's saying. And then I'll, we'll watch it together and I'll be like, I don't hear that. Or then you'll say, well, you got to put headphones on to hear it. And it's like, well, people aren't going to be listening to the yeah, yeah. thing with headphones on. But then if you use like your phone speaker or your TV speaker, you're like, oh, I can hear that crystal clear, but I can't hear that on my laptop. Like it, it's annoying because mm. you like, I know what I hear in my headphones, but sometimes it sounds different on the laptop. So I have to like judge, do I leave it like that? Or do I hope that somebody is listening it? listening to it and it captures the mm -hmm. way that I heard it. So some of it, like you'll probably watch and you're like, I don't hear that at all. And you've probably said that while watching like 
the TV shows, you're going, I don't hear that at all. I right. don't know where they got that. But that's because they're doing the same thing I'm doing. They're sitting there with headphones on, getting it directly into their ears, and they can hear it differently because it's built differently, it's structured differently, it is meant to make clarity right there. So your TVs, obviously, mm-hmm. they're going to be clear as well, but it has distance to move before you hear it. This is right there, so it's it's different audio experience. Well, the last episode I cast it to my TV, and that Thomas was was so clear and loud. I thought my speakers were going to blow out during the spirit <laughs> box session. Um, but then, like some episodes you watch on the computer, they're great. Others you watch on the phone, they're great. Some are cast to the TV. There's no, yeah. th- there's like no set way, unfortunately. Uh, and you know we're filming very high quality uh, stuff here, audio and, and video, and there's just some recordings that just unfortunately do not translate well and having the caption certainly helps because if you're reading the word while you're listening your brain can process it a little better and so that's that's basically the new format uh for this season what we've done with with the better editing uh some of our candid moments in there uh with our group because we you know we're, we're a funny bunch of people and we don't um like we don't fool around during investigations but when the camera's not rolling you know we're constantly messing with each other uh but oh yeah what what i wanted to get back to was the lullaby Lullaby, yeah from uh our first episode was the first right of this season that was the very first episode of season nine now if you want to hear truly it's too good to be true yeah i still am on the fence just because like we were talking about being skeptical being debunking it's got uh, cold again. Too. If some my leg my legs just got cold, honestly, since saying that. Um, if somebody I look at it like this. Do I believe it's really paranormal? Yes, because there's nothing that could have produced that sound. We'll, yep. we'll explain that in a second. But if somebody from another group, or if somebody after my one of my lectures came up to me, as they often do with a story or a picture. And can, can you look at this? And, and I'm looking and it's just dust. And they're like, oh, the, this is the or- an orb of my grandmother. I, I'm, yeah, that's maybe. Because, you know, you don't want to, like, you know, <clears throat> really upset anybody. But uh, during my actual programs, yeah, unfortunately, I got to upset some people with showing evidence and saying, yeah, this isn't real. But if somebody from another group played that lullaby clip for me, I'd be like, there's no way that's no. real. But we're recording you had stopped filming or you didn't start filming I yet. I didn't start filming yet at all. Because we weren't planning on filming. Right, it was we were just going to be a normal night, just an investigation, but it was too good. So I was like, all right. It was you, I me. I not film the rest of the night. It was me, you, Christian, Christian Patty, Roy, Roy Joe. Joanne. And so we're down in the parlor, sitting in what is essentially a circle, uh, and all of a sudden you hear the first three notes of Lullaby. Dun, dun, dun. And we all heard it in person. This was not an EVP. This was like we all heard it. And immediately, it's like, please tell me somebody got that on camera uh, or recorder. So Patty had it on her recorder. And the second thing is turn these lights on because we were sitting in total darkness and figure out what the hell made that sound. And you hear it and it doesn't sound mechanical. Mm -hmm. It doesn't sound electronic. It kind of sounds mechanical. It sounds like a music box. Like an actual... Yeah. It's very soft to me. Like, But then again, if it's not mechanical, if it's not mechanical or electronic, what is it? So I kind of just 
shot down my own my own <laughs> uh, analysis. What but I'm what I'm trying to say, what's bouncing around in my brain is it's not electronic, and it's like you say, okay, it was a music box. We don't have a music box yeah. in the house. There's no music box in this entire twenty one room mansion whatsoever. There is nothing physically present in this house that can cause those notes that were played. And on top of that, because we were sitting in total darkness, we could see nobody was on their phone. The light wasn't shining. Nobody was playing this on their phone as a joke. Like I said, we don't joke when it comes to something like that. Uh, <clears throat> because when you do too many jokes, you kind of lose what's, what's going on. And so I'm listening to this as there's no friggin' way this is real. But at the other, on the other hand, there is nothing outside of something otherworldly that could have caused this. Mm -hmm. If it was, if there was a music box in the house, you go, okay, maybe it just a vibration caused it to play. Maybe a spirit touched it, caused it to play. But we don't have something that can make the, that that tune in this house, and it wasn't anybody's phone because everybody was staring right at each other. We were all sitting, you know, I think I was ten foot circumference. I mean, everybody was so close by. I think I was on the couch with Patty. I was in a chair. Christian was on the couch. And Roy and Joanne were in the chairs. Towards across the fireplace. From me. Yeah, they were by the fireplace, but they were across from me. I was at the... Where the lady's portrait is? Yeah, so you were sitting under... under yeah. yeah. And so they were across from me there by the fireplace and the doorway to the breakfast room. Though, most of you probably have no idea where that is. But... We're all facing each other in some way. I should get it up on here while you're explaining it. Yeah, you do it. and Because even if you watch it, it's Season 9, Episode 1. Um, what did we call it? Something Lullaby. I know when I uh, edited I just called it Audible. Go ghostly lullaby. lullaby. Ghostly Lullaby. So we have a little, little ad, <laughs> which we don't get any money off the ads. Which so, so, so. Sears, we want to talk to you. So I'll play I heard something that... Now... Come on down the stairs. We want to talk to you. Now, that was the first time, and literally that night, I told the guys, <clears> like, <throat> let me edit these videos. I said, I can make them better, more entertaining. They will be structured in a way that it's almost like what it's like on television. Like that back and forth, here's this, here's that. We don't do a lot of the conversations in between like they do. We just give you the, our all of our evidence, pretty mm -hmm. much. Yeah. Because those in-between conversations, like, we're all together at all times. Right. So it's never like, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, if you watch the shows, one person's filming the lead. One person's filming both the lead and the other guy holding the camera. But it's just me filming and we're all investigating. It's not we're watching somebody else investigate. Right. Though, they'll all hear it as well. But how it's structured now, I, <laughs> for that first episode, I had not really an idea of how to do it. I was like, let's just put everything in. So you're going to see the structure over the season change. Um, even to this day, there's still things I want to change. I don't know what to change exactly, though. I think they, I personally think they're, they're good as they are. And it's like with our haunted history documentaries, the more you do, you know, the better they'll get. But when Patrick is like, I was, I was actually ready to be done with, with yeah. ghost hunting. I, this was towards the end of last year. 
And I, nothing, nothing in particular happened. I was just like, I just don't want to do this anymore. Um, I was working a lot of hours. I didn't have really much time for it. Um, coming out after COVID, we didn't really do much investigating. No, I we had like two episodes. Out. We had kind of slowed down towards COVID. Then COVID happened and that just like killed all the momentum. And I was just tired. And I'm like, I don't, I just don't want to do it anymore. I'll still do the lectures. I'll still come hang out every once in a while, but I don't want to do it anymore. And then Patrick was like, well, I'll take over filming. And I said, you mean it? <laughs> you promise you'll, you'll I mean, do everything? I was doing the filming just on his phone. <laughs> yeah. That was really it. But we weren't editing them. So now no. um, you know, it worked out great. Patrick does the filming, uh, which you, you know, you've filmed many episodes over the years. Yeah. Uh, it's mainly been you and me, you know, just back and forth. And there, there's few, several other people that have held the camera. Um, but now they're edited. They look great. You know, we, we've gotten a boom in followers. We don't have, you know, enough to make us rich, but, uh, we've gained, uh, you know, a couple hundred followers in the last year. And I, I like the direction we're heading. This was never meant to be a, a moneymaker for us. This was meant to be a hobby and to be fun. And if, if we somehow get millions of, uh, subscribers and tens of thousands of views and get some money out of it, you know what, that'd be fantastic. But the whole... It'll all just go back to it'll, buying new equipment. Yeah, it'll just, it'll literally will go into equipment because, you know, there's so many yeah. other pieces that we would like to get. But we don't make any money off of this. We don't have sponsors. We don't have, well, we have ads apparently, even though we don't get any of that money. But um, we don't have ads that we have put in and we just want to keep this like a hobby. We have nothing to gain, really, by doing this. Um, and it's, it's really important to note that the reason why we have so much uh, activity captured here is because we are here a lot. And when I, when I do my lectures and I'm telling ghost stories, people go, wow, that place must be really haunted. And I say, yes, it is. But we, you know, when we're it's doing the other say, side, yeah, in October, we're doing, you know, we're here every week. We used to be here two, three times a week, and after every event, we would film. And so you're taking hour upon hour of footage, putting it all together. And even when we're not filming, just here volunteering or doing work, and you hear a noise and uh, or something crazy happens, and it becomes a ghost story that can be told at future events. Um, we only had that because we're here a lot. You know, if you put us in any other building for an extended amount of time, you might get the same thing. Uh, you know, paranormal activity is not spouting from the walls here. You know, you're not just yeah. going to walk in and all of a sudden this stuff happens. And like we said today, how many investigations we do and we get absolutely nothing. You you don't understand as the viewers, <laughs> if if you are investigators yourself that are watching them, then you, you will understand. But for those that aren't, just watch our live investigation and you will sit there and go, wow, this is kind of boring. And that's what it is. We sit there for hours and hours and get a lot of gibberish stuff that makes no sense that we can't use that you're watching. You're going, well, how do you hear that? How did you see that? Right. Where is this coming from? It's a different experience over the phone, obviously, than being in person. Like for us, really boring isn't that. Like it's when there's really nothing going on. Like that investigation, there was still stuff yeah. happening. So for us, that wasn't a boring investigation, but for someone that isn't used to that lifestyle of waiting half an hour to get one word, you're going to be like, wow, this is so boring. That's what I try to tell people. You, you got to go into an investigation with no delusions of grandeur. No. Go in thinking, you know what? Maybe nothing's going to happen tonight. Even us, that there are some nights we get here and we're super excited and nothing happens. Then there's other nights we get here and everybody's just gotten out of work and we're going to hang out for a couple hours. 
and we're just sitting downstairs in the parlor BSing, and all of a sudden the whole string of lights goes off. You never know when something is going to happen here. And I think that if you take the the live investigation, which was, what, an hour and a half? Roughly, yeah. If you had to take that and edit that into an episode, it'd probably be about two minutes long. Two or three minutes, because yeah, not agree. much Because, yeah, not a lot happened. And it was like, I, what am I going to use? There was like a span of two minutes straight. It's just Steve, Steve, Steve. Am I just right. going to edit that and go, Steve, Steve, in slow motion? Steve. <laughs> like, it's boring. There's There's stuff that I cut that I can hear it. I know what it says, but I'm like, one, it makes zero sense with what we're talking about because it's just a random conversation going on. Or two, could I eventually make it out? Yes. But is it worth the time in it because we have better evidence than that? Yeah. Like by putting that mm. in would like <clears throat> lower, I don't want to say lower the standard, but it wouldn't live up to the everything else that we have. Right. And we still get, oh, I try at least get to like a 10 to 15 minute video. So we still have so much content and so much going on that just adding one more thing is like, all right, that's going to take up another 15 seconds. All right. That takes up another 15 seconds. Like the time gets eaten up slowly while editing, mm -hmm. but when you're watching it, you're like, wow, this takes up so much time and you don't even realize it. At least I, I realize it because I'm the one editing it. But. And there's a lot of people that may feel even 15 minutes is too long yeah. for an episode, which for, uh, I mean, for me, I, I don't mind longer videos, but you know, if it's, it's entertaining, entertaining age, if it's entertaining. Yeah. yeah. If it's just straight up spirit box, spirit box, spirit box over and over again, it's like, okay, uh, I don't know if I would sit and just listen to, you know, whatever groups uh, video of it was like this, but now you're turning all of our episodes into shorts, uh, which yeah. will, which are all, all on YouTube. They're going to be uh, one per day. Every episode from uh, this current season is going to be edited into one minute blocks, I yeah, guess. There, I'm, so there's an option of 15 seconds or one minute. I chose the one minute because I'm not doing 15 seconds. Mm. Because that would be wait, wait some of them, uh, they get split up and there's the one episode I think was like 24 minutes. Mm. So I had to do that 25 times because there was extra time at the end. Right. Now... If I split that into 15 seconds instead of one minute. We'd have 10 million videos on our YouTube channel. It, it would also be too short to where no one would want to watch it. Right. And the, and the shorts have gotten some, some decent views, I would say. I'll be honest. Uh, I have not checked the views on that. They're all over 70 and 80 each. Really? And just, just to go up with no advertising or, or anything. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. I, I scheduled all the way out to December just so there's always something constantly being posted for our downtime in between because that was one of our biggest worries was what's going what are we going to do like in between like there's nothing being posted well by doing this <clears throat> it's going out to a different audience now the ones that don't want to watch a 15 minute video and are scrolling through YouTube shorts they're on there and I said well why don't I bring that to TikTok too? It's the same thing. Yes, we now have a TikTok that Patrick created, which had it got like two hundred follows in like we're not that high. I think it was like one fifty eight. One fifty. Well, we'll but, round up to two hundred. But I started that. that what Saturday? Yeah, and again with not much advertising or, or anything, just like hey, we have a TikTok and I'm just constantly posting. That's it. I we probably I've posted probably. A little over 100, 100 clips on there already. Those are the same ones that are going to be on YouTube. Eventually. Yes. I'm taking everything that we've done from this season, 
and putting it up there. So it's out there for a whole new audience. Will it bring in people to our YouTube? That's the hope. That's the goal. If not, oh well. We're gaining so many followers on that that yeah. if that takes off instead of YouTube, then maybe like we'll still post YouTube, obviously, but we'll lean into the TikTok more and do a little bit more posting on there because right now we're just doing that for traffic. I did that for traffic, really, just to bring people from there over to YouTube so they can see the whole thing one shot. Oh, that was good. Let's go to the next one right now. It's doing way better than I even expected it to do. And me too. I mean, I don't, I don't even have TikTok. I mean, I have this. You used my uh, email for it, but I, I haven't even. Well, that was because I wanted to make in. sure it all stayed the same oh. email for because it's your email that you used for right. the YouTube channel. So yeah. I wanted that to all stay the same instead of it being like some random like, mm -hmm. oh, we use that email for that. We use this email for that. Like all the ghosts on the coast stuff is the same email. Right. And it's been. Uh, I mean, it's been great. These are all things. The whole direction change for Ghost on the Coast has been because of you. Because um, I was ready, like I said, I was ready to give it up. And then now all of a sudden I'm like re-energized. Like, oh, wow, we got all, we have the Haunted History documentaries. We got the podcast now, which we're going to try to do when we can. Uh, and now the TikTok, which, you know, nothing original is going on TikTok yet, but might be eventually. And then all the shorts going to YouTube. We have something that's going to be on YouTube every single day from now till till the new year. And then beyond that, because we have and more beyond, episodes. Because what I have scheduled right now is only our first three episodes. Because I went on to <laughs> manage videos, and oh, I, I was like, whoa, <laughs> yeah. what is all of this? And I'm like, scroll and scroll. I'm like, holy shit. Like, yeah, this it's is a lot. It is a lot. But it looks disgusting on our end. Yeah. But it, <laughs> it looks terrible. Look disgusting yeah. on their end, because it doesn't get posted into our videos. For it just goes to right to shorts. It goes to shorts. Right. So... For us, if we click our content, it's not going to be a list. And the podcasts go to videos, which is good because I... Oh, do I, they? Yeah, they do. They go right to videos. So there's two tabs for it? You can either just look in the regular videos or click yeah, the podcast? Yeah, it's on your regular videos and uh, podcasts, yeah. Huh. Which, I, didn't know that. I, I mean, that's, that's good because I, I think that, you know, the people that... The people that will watch our regular episodes, I think, will listen to mm -hmm. this podcast. And uh, we have... The first four that we posted, we're not on camera for those. That's just no. audio only. This one we have on video, which I, I personally was like, who, who would want to look at us? Uh, or at least who would want, you know? But then today we got a comment on our very, <laughs> the very first of the old podcast we uploaded. Somebody commented saying, you guys should film yourselves because a podcast with no video is, quote, so radio. And I just and wrote I know back. That and person's going to watch this. Yeah. So, uh, so you, you, they they beat us to it because my comment was, "Oh, just so happens that our new podcasts are going to have video, so you can you can see us interacting, and you can see this this beautiful museum we're in. And if something, say, paranormal were to happen while we're here, it, it's better for us to be reacting to it where you can see us." Than yeah. just hearing nothing but dead space. Oh, did you hear that? Oh, wow, what was that? Or if something were to say move behind us, which is possible that that could happen because it happened, happened once before. Um, but yeah, I like the direction that we're heading in. And I mean, there's so many potential topics that we, we can cover. If anybody watching this has uh, ideas or suggestions for new podcast topics, please uh, leave us a comment either on Facebook or YouTube. And just let us know, what would you like us to talk about? Because I think most of the episodes we end up talking about the Strauss Mansion, which makes sense because that's where we are most of the time. But there's yeah. other locations we've done. There's so many topics to go. Uh, it just Like I said, just from the last month, just hearing 
stories from other people and and you know you can do an episode just on on debunking just on yeah. stuff being nonsense an episode on just psychic interactions and and to give Maybe you an example there was a, I, I finished up a lecture at <clears throat> um middletown library and a ghost hunting 101 talk and for the first time i actually put a a segment in on psychics because at every time i'm doing there's two talks i get haunted history and ghost hunting 101 Ghost hunting 101 is just like the technical stuff. But somebody will always ask, are you psychic? Is your group psychic? Do you use a psychic? And we have in the past occasionally. Uh, but in the last few years, no. We, we have decided to kind of stray away from that because we want things to not be, oh, our psychic said, or a visiting psychic came in and said, we want to be like, look, we're normal people. Maybe not normal. I was going to say. We're, we're regular people. <clears throat> and if we have an experience, we want it to be relatable. We don't want to say, oh, a psychic saw a little boy standing in the corner of the room because that's not relatable. Because even if the psychic is legit, which I, I believe very few of them are, uh, we're all looking at that corner and we don't see nothing. But if one of us, regular uh, non-psychics, were to see something or hear something, that's relatable because we're all on the same page. We rely on our technology, yep. our cameras, our recorders in order to communicate with the beyond and to also document that and so at this talk i put in a segment called psychics versus psychos and just talked about some of the interactions i've had over the years with with mainly visiting people like i said we have used the psychic with, uh, uh, with this team uh for many years who, who was you know really great but i'm talking about the people that kind of wander in uh at certain events and and, and whatnot and so i put this segment in and it's basically saying look I believe some people genuinely have a psychic ability, but overwhelmingly the amount of people are, are either frauds or they genuinely believe they are psychic, but they are really not. And before I included this segment, every single time I finished one of these lectures, somebody would come up to me and say they were a psychic and they would have a story for me. Now, I added that segment, and I've done the talk three times since. Now, when I finish, each time someone has come up to me, and I swear to you, almost word for word, has said, I know you don't really believe in psychics, but I'm legit. I have a story for you. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, people come up to you and I talk, sorry, that's fine. That's, all, that's what we do. We interact. We talk to people. We network. I mean, it, it, there's so many people that I've met through events that become friends that join patty for example just you know was a friend of one of our investigators came for an event and bam she's on the team and now she's this museum's most active volunteer a guy i work with literally today asked me how she got started mm -hmm. and i was like honestly i don't know <laughs> she, patty was friends with lou she came for an event she got a really good evp and we said oh you know come come for the next one she got another really good evp and then just like that you're on the team so, Steve, and then, Rob, if you're watching, there's your answer. Yeah, so come and get some really good evidence, but on your own. You know, make, get it and show us and say, look, that you've captured this. But anyway, this lady comes up to me when it's over, and she is telling me that she was visiting a historic site in somewhere. In, I'm not going to say she told me what the place was. I'm not going to say what the place was. A historic site in Monmouth County. And she's, she's a psychic, a sensitive. She listed all these, this, this word salad of... <laughs> terms that you can call people that can see the dead and 
it was weird because she wouldn't look me in the eye. They're always like looking at your forehead. They're always like, <laughs> you ever notice that when people are trying to tell you like, uh, like, oh, I'm a psychic. I just saw it. They're always like, like right now I'm looking above the camera and it's like, you're, you're, you're trying to like, like I'm down here, you know? So she's walking at this historic site, which dates to the revolutionary war. And she said she had her head down and all of a sudden she sees colonial shoes with, you know, the high white socks. Yeah. And she looked up and it was the ghost of George Washington. <laughs> and I just, <laughs> I went like that and she was dead freaking serious. And she told me about the conversation that she had with George Washington. A conversation. She had, yeah, she talked to him. She asked him about something and he said, oh, that's my painting hanging up on the wall. And they went like back and forth. And I'm like standing there like, I just really want to go home. <laughs> like I just talked for two hours and I'm, I'm like, I'm hungry and I'm tired and I just want to go home. And you're telling me about a conversation you had with George Washington at a house that I believe he, he never stepped foot in. I said, I don't want to say the name of the house, but it's it's in Monmouth County. It's open to the public. It's not the proprietary house, if anyone's wondering. Um, and I'm just like, really? Like, I have to listen to this? So we don't even get the own, the original owner of this house. But apparently some people can get the president. What, what, who did we have come, come through? Uh, you know what? It was funny. We did a... Oh, um... Charles Manson. Yeah, but here's the thing. So we're we're doing. <laughs> we were observing a group have a séance, and they got Charles Manson. But the one problem with that was at the time Charles Manson was still alive. We got Charles Manson, and at that time he was dead. But it wasn't Charles Manson. No, it was just but, these spirits will say anything. Scary accurate though, like. <clears throat> What it was saying, like, and it was uh, like you could feel the energy of the room, and it was almost like excited to like brag about this stuff. And you're like, and he was Charles Manson. Like, he had his cult kill all these people, and it was like uneasy that like whoever we were speaking with was so excited to be like, I am Charles Manson. Like, I hired these people. I made sure they died. Like, he was taking pride. Like, you can feel how happy mm. he was to speak, or she, whoever we were speaking with, how happy they were about what Charles Manson did or apparently did. Well, that's the thing. So many people get different personalities and sometimes the spirits are liars. And when we, this was like doing, we're, we do a wine glass seance method, which is the only non-scientific method that we do. And, you know, you get a, sp a spirit spell out Charles Manson. You're like, yeah, no, it's not really Charles Manson. But um, like with, with some psychics, like I said, I believe some some of them are real and yeah. maybe they have a spirit that's playing around with them or whatever. But um, you know, the, the, the ones that we've had come through here <laughs> as like guests or whatnot, uh, have, have not been impressive, including the very first public event. We, I didn't mean to turn this episode into a, you know, let's tee off on psychics or anything, but, uh, the very first event we did here back in 2014, public investigation. And we had, it was a whole family, whole psychic family came on in here. Mother, father, two adult children. They were in their 20s, a son and a daughter. And I tell you, they, they had somebody dying or getting killed in every single room in this house. And you know what? And this is where I don't mind turning it into a psychic bash session. Because I have realized now, in being at this museum now for, it's going to be 10 years, 
It is 10 years. October was 10 years. That now that we know the history of this house inside and out, we have the deed chain of the owners. We have document one documented death, another death that was possible. We have a complete history of this house. And I have realized now how many people have come in here and have looked us in the eye and have so confidently and intentionally told us stuff to our faces that was not true. That only was not true. You're getting so heated right now. <laughs> but did not even have the chance of being true. And it's something, I, I developed this anger while working on that writing project in September, which I, I'm not, I can't say the project yet. Hopefully I'll be able to announce it soon. Because this writing project was delving into some of this area's local lore. And as, some, as fun as some of the stories are, they end up falling apart. And then you go and you, like, you look at what people believe. And then it, it brought me to uh, you know one location after another, the Spy House in Port Monmouth, for example, which that, the history of that place, well, that could be a whole other podcast episode, um, basically was concocted out of thin air by one person and her psychic friends. And I realize now, like, these people ruin, they ruin what we do. They ruin places' histories by saying stuff that happened there. People got murdered. She walked into the... This lady walked into the bathroom downstairs and pointed at the antique washing machine we have on display and said, somebody definitely got killed in that. And I said, in what? The washing machine? She's like, yeah, somebody died in that. And it's like, in that case, you know what? You're paying a lot of money to be here. I'm going to let you have that. But to me, I'm like, there's no way. It's not only stuff that's not true. It's stuff that did not have the chance... Of being true and they're so confident about it and it ruins what we do and that's why right up front i tell people we're not psychics because people hear us oh, oh we, we were talking to the spirit named bob and they automatically think yeah i'm sitting here talking to an empty chair no we need our technology for that yeah and they, now, they ruin it they tarnish histories they tarnish what we do they make us all seem crazy now, not all of them but a lot of them one thing that is possible is I mean, we have no proof of this, that, I mean, obviously, everything, everyone dies, so, like, that's obvious, but... <laughs> that's the most obvious thing anybody's <laughs> ever said on this channel, I think, but... <laughs> but, as far as, like, somebody being murdered, like, we get a lot of donations. Is it possible that some of the stuff we get from people... He means items being donated. Yeah, too. people donate items all the time. Is it possible that some of the stuff we have in this mansion is attached to somebody who was murdered? That's honestly a really high possibility, only because of how much stuff we get. But to what Greg was saying about every single room, somebody was murdered is a little different. Is there something in one of the rooms that is attached to somebody that was murdered? I that has even, a lot higher of a possibility. I wouldn't than, say a high possibility. I'd say a oh, possibility. No, I'm saying higher possibility. High, higher, than yeah. Everybody than someone being murdered in every room. I walked with this woman. I walked with her, <laughs> and she literally pointed stuff out, and it was just it was it was marvelous to hear. And then to have all of these other people come in, and and like there was one person that said they saw a group of people lined up in the basement and shot like the St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Yeah, you know what? That didn't happen. Like, you know, and, and you have to realize, and I, I guess we should probably wind down this episode. Um, I don't even know how long it is. It's, it's probably oh, probably about an hour and a half. I know we had a little interruption, but there's <clears throat> so many resources out there for historic sites, for places that have legends associated with them, like... This is not groundbreaking stuff. This is not us, 
you know, miraculously uncovering this long lost information. This is, hey, this is just sitting there for anybody to find. And what these people do is they come in to a house and, you know, the older a house is, the greater the chances that somebody died there. Maybe somebody did get killed in a place. And it's so easy, especially when you're surrounded by a bunch of people that want so badly to believe. Yeah. Especially in October where everybody's kind of glued in and in the mood. Everyone's interested in it, even if they're never interested at all. We um, did the event. You were there a few weeks ago and the lady was like, oh, I want to find orbs. I want to see the orbs. Yeah, she was so excited. She's like, I'm going to capture orbs. I, I wanted to say, yeah, and there's then, a lot of dust here. Like, and, and though we... We, I feel like in the beginning, we were like, oh, that's an orb. That's an orb. But as time goes on, we kind of stopped even pointing them out. So we're like, ah, maybe not. But some of them, uh, like in the live, ah, I don't remember. Maybe like it's either 15 or 25 minutes. Yeah, there was a strange there, It's one. like yellowish orange that comes through. And you're like, okay, that's not dust. Because, well, dust first off isn't that color. Mm. But also just it, the way it moved. It wasn't just like... It went straight. It, like, came out of the side and, like, kind of turned and then, like, it almost looks like it goes around me. Yeah, there's some orbs that move in ways that it's not dust. There's some that flutter and you're like, it's dust. one Halloween one that we did where it was following us. Oh, yeah, and it comes in and it, like, it spirals around me. It heads towards you and the camera. For that entire time, you're like, it just feels off in here the whole night. I think we you explained that. You're like, yeah. it just felt weird all night. So you're like... Let's do a little investigation, nothing long, and see what happens. This spirit, whoever the spirit was, was following us the entire time. We could feel it, but we have video evidence of it following us from the third floor to the second floor to the first floor and into the parlor. The episode is titled Midnight at the Mansion, by the way. I don't know the number, but it's Midnight at the Mansion. I'm glad to say that because I didn't even know what the title was. I only know that because I just played that clip. At some oh, point, really? talks of the thing coming, and, and you go, oh, it's still here. Oh, my I'm God. Like, it's still here. Sound like you're ready to cry. Oh, I was terrified. Because, like, you don't, you just see the bright white light from the flash, but I'm watching this thing follow us. I can't see. No, that's the thing. I, at one point, I even go like this. Because I'm like, <laughs> what the hell is he is he looking at? I'm, I'm literally blind. When when we used to film with the flash, well, I mean, we do we sometimes still do now, sometimes, but, yeah. You know, he's five feet away from me with a flash, and I'm like, he's like, oh, it's here, I see this, I see that. I'm like, I see nothing. I'm literally, <laughs> I see spots right now in my vision. That's that's what I see. But you see, like, it's different for myself, and it's different for Patty, who's listening to things. She can hear it so much louder and clearer. Like, in that episode, I'm witnessing live, that I can see live happening with this orb following us the entire time. So I'm nervous and I'm like, because what happened was we were about to go downstairs to the second mm -hmm. floor. We heard either it was like a pin drop sound or like a crack or something. And I turned the camera over and we're just sitting there late waiting to hear something again. And you see this orb come over the banister straight down and straight at us. Which is not and dust. No. And I'm pretty sure or I said, oh, there's an orb. And then we go down the steps and all of a sudden <clears> we're down in bottom of the landing there and i'm practically in the foyer or not the foyer the parlor yeah i'm walking into the parlor and actually yeah. i think i go like this at that point yeah you're like this and you see the orb come around greg and stop midair just stop and just turn straight at me it doesn't look like it goes around me you see it coming straight 
at the camera. And that's when you hear me, I'm like, it's still here. You sounded exactly like you did <laughs> seven years ago. I was terrified. Because I'm watching that happen. He's terrified. I'm blind. I'm like, what's going on? I don't see nothing. And then we ended that. And, <clears throat> got, and we got and out. I, I showed you that immediately. I was freezing. That was the night I was freezing. Yeah. You were cold the whole episode. I mean, it was cold in the house, but you were, um, you know, abnormally cold. I had hand warmers. I had a sweatshirt on, my winter coat, his spare coat, and I had a hot cup of water. Yeah. And I was still like, Ugh. And it was shit. only October, so it couldn't have been like that cold. But then the next time we filmed, I was in a sweatshirt perfectly fine. Yeah, we get cold spots here like any other place. And, and there's some that, yeah, I mean, it's an old drafty house. And but... sometimes it just affects people individually. Like, I don't want to say that they're latching and lingering on, mm. but like, they might choose greg over myself you're like oh his energy is easier to feed off of and to help communicate than mine is like every time we get somebody new coming in like in yeah. the first episode that was christian's first time being yeah. an episode and being a part of the team mm. and we haven't had evidence like that in a while now all of a sudden yeah patty joined evidence. we got some great stuff then there was a lull for a few years yep christian joins and, um, I mean, it'd be a good way to wrap this episode up, but just telling people that this house goes through periods of inactivity. Definitely. Sometimes it's, it's a few months. Sometimes, well, it's years. And there was at one point, um, last year we got some amazing stuff. And the year before with the trap camera, Patty started oh, putting yeah. that around the house. Yeah. So I would say between 20, uh, Patty joined in 2016, got some great EVPs and we did get little stuff along the way, but between 2017 and 2021, Hardly anything like really of wow factor, uh, and then all of a sudden, twenty twenty one, we start leaving cameras in the house overnight. We start placing the trap camera around. We get some new equipment, and all of a sudden, we're finding stuff. And so we went through four years of sitting in investigations, going, "Gee, you know, we haven't had a really good investigation in a while." Then all of a sudden, bam! For the next three years, including this year, has it has been very active, yeah. and we don't know what's the cause. We don't know how to sustain that. Because we have nothing to do with that. Uh, the spirits, because we're not psychic and we can't just interact with them like that. Like walk in and go, oh, I feel the spirit energy is, is you know, down today or it's through the roof today. Um, and there, there's a lady standing in the corner of the room. No, we can't do that. So it's unfortunate, but sometimes we go through months of like just having to go on little EVPs and spirit box responses without something that really wows. And I think this season... We are very fortunate to have the lullaby and to have the tripwire go off twice like that. So yeah. this season has already... We've gotten more in this season, I think, than the last five years. That's because, like like I said, I wanted to change everything. I wanted to make this channel better. And you were like, maybe if you could figure out how to do that, if you want to take over and do that that's all you um, that was the only way i was gonna keep doing it was like if i just show up and investigate i don't have to film or edit or nothing <laughs> uh and you figure it out because we, we're doing so much uh better you you at first did not have <laughs> any faith in me i you did like, no i no, did not absolutely like, did. no there's no reason to change it it's not going to gain anybody like, i didn't i don't think i said that show yes. me the text show me the text i don't think i ever said that you, I was, you didn't I was, believe in it. I was you skeptical at first because I just wanted to be done. Because I've been saying we need <clears> to change this for years. And at any point, you could have just been like, I'm, I'm editing this now. I don't think you would have let me have that much power. Of course. 
No, I was too young. I well, was too well young. I mean, within the last three years, you've been in college. You're 23 now. That was different, though, because it, like we weren't doing a lot. That's true. We had the whole one year where we only had four videos altogether. COVID happened. Like it was nothing was happening. So that was the perfect time to start rebranding. COVID was our doing. fresh start because we started using the trap camera footage and we started now editing. Yeah. So I think that this is um, new everything logo, literally everything style like from the ground up. Yeah. It, it had it had to be done. I mean, we went eight, eight seasons. Years. With it all being exactly the same, no change. And like, what technically what you're supposed to do is every, they say every episode improves something. Mm -hmm. Or like in our case, it'd be like, I'm always improving these because I still don't know what style I like best. Right. But like every year improves stuff, which I'm going to try and do that. Well, we have a bunch year. of uh, new locations that we're going to investigate. Uh, a couple of them are historic sites. Can't say what they are. Um, and getting approval ha has happened, but then getting the team together and getting in and, and getting scheduling because it's a lot of the places will approve and say, oh, yeah, you can investigate. Then it comes time to schedule. And it's like we can't find out a date, you know, between us, between them. So I feel like we're always, oh, yeah, we got these places in the bag. Well, we have two that are going to happen. Uh, it was supposed to be this month, November. Now we're looking at probably December or January if the one place has heat. I don't know. Um, but we're, we're going to constantly be improving. I think uh, this is the best season we've ever had. Um, maybe not evidence wise, but the best looking season we've ever had. And yes. we've got some great evidence in the meantime. Now, as for this podcast, this episode was kind of all over the place because we're, we're back. I think that's what we can call this episode. Actually, we're back at it after three years. The next episodes we have, will have <laughs> who are these guys, Yeah, you know, who the hell are you? Um, the next episodes will have a set theme and will probably be a lot shorter. And, and have structure, probably, of like, let's try and aim for 15 minutes of this, like, to keep it flowing. Well, you're the director now, so you can, you can, I'll, I'll figure out something. And but we want suggestions for topics from people as well. What do you want us to talk about? It could be locations, it could be our methods. We're going to be gradually bringing in our other team members here or that interviewing could be a topic people. itself. Yeah. It's like, the viewers' comments of what they want to see. Yeah. That'll be a topic in its own. Like, talk you, about this and we'll have a segment where we just discuss that. Right. And you can comment on our Facebook or on our YouTube. And I think that's going to do it for tonight. Yeah. So that's the first episode in three years Ghost on the Coast podcast. Um, doesn't get much better than filming in the mansion. Yeah. Uh, we wanted to do this at the start, but COVID. So, or we even have ideas. We're like, oh, sit far away. It'll be good, but... Couldn't, and people yeah. would look at it and go, oh, you're not, you're not social distancing. So we just, but, we did it from home. We, we both called into whatever software that was and uh, yep. recorded on separate tracks. And you and had that's the start of this journey that and... we've started back up again. Yeah. So thank you for watching. You already know what to do. Always like, comment, subscribe, share it, definitely. Especially since... This is a newer thing that we're trying. Uh, if this gets the ball rolling even more to widen our audience, that'd be amazing because that's what we're always looking for. New outlets. Haunted History brought in yes, new people. Yes, thousands of viewers on Haunted History. Yeah. And that's our biggest goal is just trying to spread out what evidence we get and show you what we get and show you what it's really like. And hopefully you experience kind of the same feelings we get when doing this mm -hmm. and that's our main goal so 
that'll be definitely the end of this episode. Um, we'll see you in the next one. Thank you for watching.